What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast. I'm WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidB. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR. In this episode, we're going to be covering something really special. We're going to be covering why Troy Dean of Agency Mavericks just quit as CEO and why you should quit being CEO too. If you're running your own company, particularly a freelancer or an agency business, should I say, maybe you have uh, another type of business in the WordPress space. I know a lot of the people that listen to this show uh, run agencies and work within the agency contacts. Um, I think it's really interesting to think about how Troy has been approaching um, his role within the company and kind of this notion of quitting as CEO. So I just want to start by welcoming Troy to the show. Troy, welcome to Press This. Thanks, David. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to hang out and uh, chat with you, my friend. Absolutely. We've had you on the show in the past, and I always love to hear about what you have going on. Um, I really appreciate you coming back, especially at this kind of key moment and how you're thinking about your business differently. Um, but for those unfamiliar, uh, Troy is from the very popular agency Mavericks, really focusing on agency business optimization. And there's a lot more to it than that. I'll ask you about that later, Troy. Um, but he's going to cover why he recently quit his COO role for the company he founded, the benefits he expects in doing so, and what he's going to focus on instead. And then finally, why he thinks many agency owners should seriously consider quitting their role as CEO, which I think is really interesting. As a former owner, operator, CEO of an agency myself, Troy. So um, let's start, though, with the same question I ask every guest. Could you briefly tell me your WordPress origin story? Yeah, so I had this gig once on a tropical island here in Australia called Great Keppel Island, where I was, pl- I was a gigging musician. I was playing like six gigs a week. 
on the resort playing covers, you know, all the classics, Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison and I'm a Believer by the Monkees and getting everyone up to dance. And during the day, I decided to teach myself how to build websites because I was kind of bored and I was really at an inflection point in my life where I was a gigging musician and voiceover artist, but you're kind of always waiting for the phone to ring when you do that kind of work. You haven't got a lot of control over your own income. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to skill up. I'd build a few websites to promote myself as a musician. And I thought I'm going to skill up and actually figure out how to do this properly. And so I wrote my own content management system in Notepad Plus on, an, on a Sony Vio laptop and uh, learned how to write PHP and MySQL, HTML and CSS. And it was an amazing experience. And then I came back to the mainland and was talking to a friend of mine who, who was the only other web designer I knew. And I kept asking him, Hey, how do you do that thing where you get, where you can like get multiple images to upload to a media library at the same time. Now this is back in 2007, right? So this is a long time ago before JavaScript libraries were really popular. And I was like, how do you, how do you like get multiple images to upload at the same time? And he's like, I, I don't know. I just use WordPress. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And, and I kept asking him all these questions and his answer to everything was, oh, I don't know. I just use WordPress. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go home and figure out, download this WordPress thing and figure it out. And so I downloaded a bunch of different CMSs at the time and uh, WordPress, despite the fact that their famous five minute installation took me probably three days, it was the one that I managed to get up and running and start using. And all the others I downloaded, I had no idea how to log in or use them so that I just kind of put them in the trash. And so this was 2007 and I kind of got into WordPress and realized that I just spent six weeks building something that now I could probably turn around in a couple of hours using WordPress. So that was like... I felt like the clouds had parted and uh, someone had shown me the, the, the light. And, and then I discovered the plugin repository and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. What? I can use all this functionality for free. And there are developers in here who are like, answer my questions and help me. This is like some secret club that no one's been talking about. And uh, that was, that was the rest is history. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, to be fair, in 2007, this was right around the time when widgets and shortcodes hit. And so mm -hmm. I always classify that time frame as like when Word, when you could use WordPress to build a website versus just say like a, a blog mm. or a functional blog. And mm. so that was right around the time when people really saw, I felt it's, it's, ability to 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 be a, a content management system i didn't I, I personally don't think that really hit till 2010 with custom post types mm, that yeah. must have been a really interesting moment um, to come yeah. into wordpress yeah so, i mean i i spent a long time playing in the sidebar man managing widgets in the sidebar thinking i was a genius there's a lot of time spent in the sidebar <laughs> i love it i love it you'll have to you'll have to send me the repo for your notepad uh, cms there um all right so cool so let's talk about agency mavericks for a minute what does agent agency mavericks do and when did you found it so we started off in 2007 i built my first wordpress website for a client then figured i'd have to train them how to use wordpress which i thought would be interesting once and then i realized very quickly it would be boring if i had to do this every time i handed over a website so i wrote a Word doc, a 100 page Word doc uh, called the website user manual. And I sent it to the same buddy who kind of put me onto WordPress. And I said, hey, check this out. Uh, I, it, I locked myself in my room for about two weeks and basically took a bunch of screenshots of WordPress as to how you would use it as an, as an editor role. I gave it to my first client. They loved it. I sent it up to my buddy. He said, hey, we should turn this into videos and launch a plugin. I said, all right, you do the plugin and I'll do the videos. And we launched video user manuals in 2007, early 2008. 
And off the back of that, we were basically collecting a bunch of email addresses from WordPress freelancers and developers all around the world who were kind of interested in the plugin. And I think it took me like three or four years to get around to actually emailing them and saying, hey, what do you guys actually want help with apart from the plugin? Um, what do you need help with? And they all came back and said, we need help managing our business. We need help with lead gen. We need help with managing staff, hiring staff, writing proposals, you name it. And so in 2013, we launched a membership website called WP Elevation and uh, we opened it up, did one of those classic four-day sales where we opened the doors for four days. We had no idea what to expect and we enrolled 55 members into our membership website in the first weekend at a hundred bucks a month. It was like, well, cool, there's five and a half grand recurring every month. I think this thing might have legs. So I started to focus on that. And then in 2013, really kind of quit my agency and at the time and went full-time into this um, kind of training, education, coaching business, and then full transparency launched our last client website. on I think January, 2017, and have just been focused on helping initially it was helping WordPress freelancers become WordPress consultants and business consultants. But over the years, it's morphed into, uh, you know, there's SEO agencies, we have branding agencies, we have copy agencies, we have, you know, straight up digital marketing agencies, we have a lot of web design, a lot of WordPress agencies. Um, and so we now are focused on helping agencies strengthen their infrastructure and do a better job for their clients so that they don't get overwhelmed and we kind of help them standardize their processes and grow their team. That's great. So I think like just hearing you walk through all that though is a lot of moments of change. Mm-hmm. And so you've you've just made this change for yourself kind of stepping out of the CEO role. So as you you as you thought of this and I'm sure that the kind of morphing from the past was on your mind as well but like what made you first think that you needed to step down as COO and what benefits did you think it would provide? And I'm thinking like when you first started thinking about it, not like now that you've gone through with it. Yeah. So I'd been doing it a long time. Right. And like, frankly, I was a bit tired of looking at spreadsheets and, uh, and data. Um, and, we had someone in the business who was our operations manager. She was a past customer. She'd kind of come up through different roles in the business. She helped us manage our Facebook group for a bit. Then she was head of content for a bit. Then she took over operations. And I just kept kind of deferring more and more to her to not only kind of give me the information I needed, but also help me make really key decisions in the business about hiring and, um, you know, partnerships and, and, um, you know, it just became really apparent to me that my sweet spot is I'm, I'm a, st- I'm a fast starter and uh, I'm, I'm a rainmaker. Like I know how to go out there and develop products and take them to market and create launches and create value in the marketplace. And that's what I do best. And I felt like I was constantly being torn between wanting to do what I know I'm good at and what I really enjoy, which is creating products, sitting in front of the camera, behind a microphone, coaching, inspiring, leading our live events, being, uh, you know, kind of the key person of influence in the business. If I could Um, interrupt there just for a second, it sounds like kind of just to frame that first point is that really what you were doing as CEO wasn't really where your passion lied. And I'm just kind of curious how you were thinking about like the other side of it, like you were talking about with the person you were um, kind of delegating more and more of that responsibility to. And like, was were you thinking like that was the right call? Um, but we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back. 
Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of talking to Troy Dean about why he quit his job of CEO of agency Mavericks. Um, Troy, right before the break, you were talking a little bit about what you were thinking as you were thinking like, hey, I need to get out of the CEO role. You kind of covered some areas of like where your focus and passion was about this notion of your sweet spot being a fast starter and kind of this invention mode. And I, I think you're about to get into some of the more tactical pieces that, that you didn't think you were a good fit for, but uh, I'm just curious how, how you were thinking about it at that time. Yeah, well, Emily just became, like, it just became really obvious that Emily was better at it than me because she was really passionate about it and she loves it. Like, she's super organized. Uh, you know, I don't, like, I don't have the concentration span to focus on anything for, you know, once the dopamine hit wears off, I'm done, right? Like, full transparency. I'm like, this is a great idea. Let's go do this. Yay. At a hundred miles an hour, I'm fully excited. It's like the reason I don't build websites anymore is because I love, I love installing WordPress and logging into a brand new clean WordPress installation for about the first seven and a half minutes. And then I'm bored out of my mind. I'm like, I don't, I just don't want to do this anymore. I've started it. Can someone please finish it? And there were, that was happening more and more in, in the business. I was starting things that other people would have to finish. So I said, you know what? where I add the most value to this business is doing this particular role, which is product development and marketing and, and essentially talking to customers and helping them solve problems and then working out how to leverage those solutions into, into digital products and frameworks and coaching solutions. And so that's what I'm going to do. Someone else is going to have to basically take over everything else like HR finance, um, Someone else is going to have to be responsible for making sure this company is super profitable as we scale. And I don't want to do that anymore. I'm the 100% shareholder. I own the business, but I don't want to be responsible for keeping a really close eye on the details and the numbers as we grow. I just want to have fun and do what I do best. And fortunately, Emily was like chomping at the bit to get her hands on the reins and to take over. And so it just became a really natural progression. And, um, 
I called her at the start of this year when I was due to come back to work. And I said, I'm not coming back to work. I'm taking another couple of weeks off just to relax and unwind. And then when I did come back to work, I said, you know what? I don't want to come back to work in the capacity that I was, I was in last year. I want to change. And this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm thinking. And uh, at that point she was like, yes, great, let's go. Um, and so it took us six months to kind of figure out how to roll it out to the team. And then the financial year for us starts on the 1st of July. So it made perfect sense for us to actually make the announcement on the 1st of July, which we just did. Oh, congratulations on that. And congratulations to Emily. What's Emily's last name? Emily Bryant. Uh, and she's based in uh, Christchurch in New Zealand. Excellent. Excellent. So I'm curious, like, as you were thinking about this, though, and, and you mentioned that your current focus is on product development and marketing, was that the or original idea or did that evolve as you kind of toyed with the notion of stepping down as CEO? Uh, I think, I think I love marketing. Um, I love putting an offer in front of people that I know I, I love the market research. I love figuring out what people want. I love talking to customers. I love helping them solve problems. I love campaigns uh, and I love product development. I love producing products as when I say products, I'm talking about training products, training kits, coaching frameworks, even our live events we think of as products. So I, I love being involved in that. I don't really want to be responsible for anything to be like brutally honest. I Give just love being right. <laughs> again i said you and me both yeah yeah like i i i want to be involved but i don't want to be responsible like I, I just like i want to have fun but at the end of the day it's like well someone else is going to have to make this work because you know don't don't expect me to do it because i'm kind of at that point in my career now where i i mean frankly i just don't want to be responsible anymore so i want to do other things and i want to i want to have fun which i am having enormous amounts of fun in the business but um, like I'm only probably working about three days a week at the moment in the business. I'm in the building. We have a, 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 a building that we've just kind of taken over and built some studios and I'm in the building five days a week, but I'm only really sort of working the equivalent of three days a week. The other time I'm just spending time exploring, you know, content frameworks or I'm exploring, you know, videography or we've built an audio studio and I'm doing the occasional voiceover for a client that I actually care about. Not, I mean, it's not, I don't care about making extra money or having an extra income. Uh, I just want to work on other projects that I'm interested in and digital content and, and media content is something that I've always been really passionate about. So the more I learn outside the business, the more I can bring those skills into the business. Um, so yeah, I, I think marketing, and product development has always been something that I've been pulled back into. And now that I don't have, now that I haven't got the responsibility of net profit and PL statement, uh, I can just focus on what I'm, what I really enjoy. And, and I'm learning more, I'm studying more and learning more in that area. So a lot of agency owners, of course, came from a background where they had already had experience building and optimizing sites. And maybe for them, the thing they enjoy is the building or the creating or the mm. creative process and not necessarily running the business they founded. And mm. like one of the questions I was going to ask you, and you actually kind of already answered it, was like, how did you find someone you could trust to take over as CEO? And you had an Emily right there. And I'm sure a lot of people listening are like, I wonder if I have an Emily, but is this mm. your advice to agency owners is, is to, to find, if, if they're thinking about stepping down as CEO to, to first look within or? Oh, totally. Like, okay. like, my, like a lot of the agencies that we work with are at a point now where they're hiring an operations manager or a general manager, right? And so, you know, like, 
it's and frankly i don't really care about titles i said to emily like what, what do you want you want to call yourself the ceo the general manager i don't care call yourself whatever you want to call yourself and she said i'd like the ceo and i'm like great you can you can be ceo general manager ceo like you know there are some some um there are some intricacies and differences between the roles but ultimately she's responsible for net profit that's really you know like that's really what she's responsible for at the end of the day and team uh team kind of culture um now I think so. A lot of the a lot of the agencies that we work with, I'm always encouraging them to look internally. There's someone in your organisation that wants more responsibility, that wants more autonomy, that wants more reward financially and also career development. And if you love being the CEO of your agency, then knock yourself out. I just think at some point you need to make a decision because I don't think CEOs should really be in the weeds and in the trenches with the team. I think they should operate at a 30,000 foot view to kind of see the overall lay of the land. And I made that decision that I didn't want to be in the control tower anymore. Uh, and it, so, and a lot of the agency owners that we work with, their, their favorite bit is strategy. Their favorite bit is coming up with strategies with clients. And so I'm, we're really encouraging them to be strategic directors and have someone else come in and be a CEO and run the P&L statement. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. Someone that already knows your business is eager to do a good job, um, but is already in a position of, of quote, general management. Um, but but kind of in this in look there first, did you consider outside candidates? And uh, I mean, I guess you already had an Emily in your back pocket, uh, but yeah, uh, no, I didn't because because I mean, our business is so our business is unique. If, if 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 no one's been inside a business like ours, which is essentially online courses, coaching, community, if you haven't been in one of those businesses, it takes a while to understand how it works and all the moving parts and the and the the kind of the details. So for me, it made perfect sense to elevate someone within the team and. Emily was the obvious choice. Um, if I didn't have Emily here, I, I don't know that I would have made this decision at this time. I don't think I would have gone looking externally for someone because, um, you know, Emily just understands this business so well. And we have such a shared vision of what we want to do with the business that um, it, you know, it just made perfect sense to hand over. And so you know, like the, 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 the too long didn't read version for me with this whole thing is that I'm just having way more fun now than I was six months ago because I've been kind of let off the leash and I can do my thing. And the business, I think, uh, financially is in much better, um, much better uh, position. The future looks very bright. I'm very confident. We've also surrounded Emily with the people that she needs. So she has a coach. She has a couple of coaches, actually. We have a financial coach. We have a CFO. Uh, we have, you know, people around the the leadership team that Emily's leading. And I'm still very much involved in those conversations. But we've made sure that, that Emily's surrounded with the people that she needs to, to sort of fill any gaps that she has, which she does have some gaps. And so we've made sure that we've plugged those gaps with external people. So the benefits, it sounds like you're seeing uh, early days, of course, after making the move is opening up your time. I like how you put it earlier to learn outside the business, to bring ideas in the business. Um, you, you feel you're in a better financial position and you feel like you have a better financial outlook. And then it seemed like the other key part of that was making sure that the person you had promoted within, Emily, uh, receive the support system for areas you might not be familiar with. And so kind of completing that puzzle or that uh, holistic picture there for her. So, Yeah. I mean, I'm, as a business owner, I want to go to bed at night knowing that Emily has all the information she needs to make 
almost make the same decision that I would make. Now it's her decision. And I, we keep having that conversation and I, this is a thing that, you know, we're both going to have to adapt to. And I keep saying to her, it's your call, it's your decision. Uh, but I want to make sure that she's got all the information and access to all of the people that she needs access to, to basically make a decision that I would support. And even if I wouldn't support it, I will support it because she's the CEO. So I have to support any decision that she makes. That's part of the deal. But I wanted to make sure that she's got full clarity over the financial data, that she's got full clarity over the the team culture and what's happening there. And she's got great working relationships with the whole team. We're a remote team across Australia, the U S and the Philippines and New Zealand. And so I wanted to make sure that she had everything she needed to make really sound decisions, even if it's not the same decision that I would make. Yeah. So it's not just like handing it off and like piecing out, but really putting those good support systems in place. That's, that's very sound advice. Um, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the agency owner perspective, but we're going to take our last break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of talking to Troy Dean about why he just quit as CEO and why you should quit being CEO too. Uh, Troy, right before the break, you were talking a little bit about how some of the benefits you'd realize and the support systems you'd set up for Emily, your new CEO. And I'm just curious, like to kind of get it back to like the agency owner perspective is, you know, kind of key part of our topic here today. Um, do you think agency owners could specifically benefit from a similar approach? And we've talked about it, right? Like um, agency owners will often like love the strategic part or the creative part. Um, do, you, do you think this, this is systemic? Like you've talked to a lot of folks and who run agencies. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it a common theme that the role of CEO is uncomfortable or not the best place for them to focus their well, effort? I think it just becomes a pain in the ass, right? Like I think what happens is they kind of head pretty quickly towards burnout because you know, so typically what happens is the CEO role consumes them and they don't spend any time doing the strategic stuff with the clients. And then the client results tend to slip a little bit and they, they're saying, well, you know, I can't train anyone else to do the strategy because I'm a unicorn. And the reality is you're not a unicorn. You just spread too thin, right? Because you're trying to manage profit margins. You're trying to manage your recruitment pipeline. You're trying to manage all these other things as a CEO and you're not focused on what it is that, makes you truly unique now if you're a great strategic thinker and you're a great or you're or you're you're a great creative director or you're a great technical director right then let's keep you in that role so that you can add the i firmly believe that you will add the most value to your business when you are doing your best work and when you are happiest and nourished and enriched and when you get home at the end of the day 
If you are grumpy, it's because you've been, you're not in your sweet spot. I get home at the end of the day. And if I'm cranky, my wife knows I've been trying to debug code, right? Which thankfully hasn't happened for a long time. But I literally bounce in the door at the end of the day with more energy than when I came to work. And she's like, this is disgusting. You're having way too much fun. I'm like, yeah, because I've been podcasting all day and I've been talking to customers and I've been creating products and I'm having way more fun. And so as an agency owner, at the end of the day, if you're exhausted and you've got, so, you've got like too many tabs open in your head, I would just ask yourself, which tabs do I want to keep open and which ones do I want to close? Now, if you love being the CEO and you're quite happy to let go of all the, you know, strategic stuff or the creative stuff, then by all means, be a CEO. Just don't try and do both because at some point, I think the roles, your performance in each role suffers if you try and do both really well. You know, Troy, as I hear you describe this, I'm imagining sitting in the office of my agency, spending time in there on administrative tasks rather than in the kind of open office area we had outside there with the creative and strategy and implementation teams. And I just, I was imagining my value in, in either room and it definitely hit home. And I could see how a lot of other agency owners are experiencing that same thing with the kind of uh, use of the most valuable use of their time. Is it, mm -hmm. you know, fig, you know, running the next payroll or is it doing this if yeah. it's a small agency or, or again, as you get further in the weeds of these administrative tasks and your strength is digital strategy or code or whatever it is, you're just drawing your core value further and further away from driving value to your business. Is that fundamentally how you yeah, think totally. about it? Yeah, totally. Hundred percent, and like I don't think anyone started an agency to spend their life looking at spreadsheets, right? <laughs> like that's just a, that's just a necessary or email. That's a necessary evil as your agency grows that you end up just having to do more and more of that stuff. And and I've kind of come to the realization that you know what, you don't have to just because you own the company doesn't mean you have to be responsible for the P and L and the spreadsheets and the net profit. It's totally fine to own the company and just play a role. And one of the guy that really inspired this for me was a guy named Michael Bengay Stania, who's an Australian author, written a couple of great books one's the coaching habit and the other one is the advice trap and he's got a ceo and he plays the role of founder and product development and when i saw that i was like that's what i want to do i i and also i I watched We Crash on Apple TV and I was like, dude, that dude just did not know when to, when to stop, right? Like he just should have resigned as CEO from WeWork way earlier than he did. And his ego just got in the way. And so like on a much, 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 much smaller scale, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to be Adam Newman. I don't want to be the guy that ruins the company because I'm not a very good CEO. So I'm going to get out and do what I do best. And I'm going to bring someone else in to do that because I just don't have the concentration span for it. And I think it was a big, I had to give myself permission to not be in the big chair anymore, you know? And I, so I kind of had to reconcile that it's okay to own the company and not be the CEO. That's perfectly fine. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's a wonderful point to end on. This has been very uh, interesting, Troy. Thank you for coming on today. Thanks for having me, David. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. If you'd like to learn more about what Troy is up to and Emily, apparently, please visit uh, agencymavericks.com. Thanks everyone for listening to Press This the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.